Welcome to, or welcome back to the lobby. I'm Tori. And I'm Nicole, and today we are entering the presidential suite. We are talking about the Capitol insurrection, Trump's impeachment, Biden's inauguration, and a number of different things. You can watch our highlights from today's episode on our IGTV at And That's On Action, or if you want, go check out the full episode on our YouTube channel. With videos. So you can listen to all our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and six other streaming platforms. Now, let's enter the lobby. Sorry, we'll be right back. So, um, welcome back, everyone. We had better audio quality this time. So no complaints. (laughs) No complaints. Um, So obviously mentioned before, we we will be starting off this podcast talking about the Capitol Hill riot. Now, this started on January 6th. Yeah, so this was the day that they were counting and certifying all the electoral votes. It was also the day that uh, John Ossoff and Reverend Raphael Warnock um, won the Georgia runoff election. And for anyone who doesn't know what that is, Georgia had... Um, Senate elections, but they had two senator seats open, so it ended up going into runoff elections because none of the parties won more than 50% of the votes, um, I believe. So yeah, uh, John Ossoff and Reverend Warnock are both Democrats, um, and they were in, in the state of Georgia. Yeah. That was all on that. Uh, that was all on January 6th. And um, that, I think, is what flipped the Senate, no? So Yeah, so now the Senate is 50-50, with the tiebreaker being Kamala Harris, and Kamala Harris being a Democrat. Technically, it would mean that the Democrats won the Senate. Yeah. So, that was very beneficial in Biden's end. <laughs> yeah, presidency. Um, so it sounded like I said pregnancy, I meant presidency. <laughs> we never know. We, we don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, that's <laughs> not a, a late <laughs> um, um, Yeah, so, I guess we have the timeline up here from the Washington Post if you want a more in-depth and in-detail. Yeah. And if you, if you want to check out what exactly happened at the timeline, um, there's a, Washington Post has a video, a very informative video, um, that maps it out. But yeah, we'll just be going over basically what happened. Um, yeah. Do you want to start with the first thing? <laughs> well, it says here um, the Senate winners and then... Oh, the Trump supporters, you know, they all uh, gathered. Had a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they all gathered um, without masks, of course. Mm -hmm. And As per usual. Yeah, and I think days before that, actually, Trump tweeted about meeting in Washington. Uh, Yeah, so he did, like, a speech um, where he was like, uh, what was it, take, I don't know what the avenue is called. But he basically, so we'll get into this later, but basically he encouraged uh, the rallying, the protesting, and essentially the riots on Capitol Hill. So he said, we're going to the Capitol. We're going to try and give them the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. Yeah, and if you haven't been following uh, the elections and you don't follow the U.S. politics a lot, the reason that Trump or that Trump supporters were so adamant about taking capital, the Capitol is because they believe that Biden um, won because of voter fraud, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is entirely false. Yeah. Um, but Trump insisted, um, and he On tried to take the election. Yeah. <laughs> which did not work out in his favor. Um, 
Yeah, so I think at around, I'm not too sure. Oh yeah, so around 1.30 p.m., hundreds gathered in front of Michigan Capitol. And at the same time, they started to march towards the U.S. Capitol. Yeah, so at this time, both the House and the Senate were in session. Um, the Senate was counting, was certifying the electoral votes, and the House was in session for something else. I'm not really too sure what. Um, but uh, for context, the the two, the Senate room and the House, they're on the second level of the Capitol. So the protesters would have entered through the first level mm-hmm. um, at about one thir- like two p.m. One thirty. Yeah, around one thirty, they started overtaking the Capitol police and made their way up the steps. Yeah, and then Biden, uh, not Biden, uh, Pence was evacuated from the Senate. I think he was in the Senate. Um, He was evacuated around that time, I think, because they knew that people were coming coming in. So was Nancy Pelosi off the the floor of the House. Um, But they they were both, they both kept going in session because technically I don't think they had breached the Capitol yet Mm -hmm. at that point. And it, uh, apparently suspicious practices were found even before they entered yeah. the Capitol. So this shows that this was something planned out before. So Trump's tweets insinuating a march towards the Capitol mm-hmm. and, you know, um, holding on to the Republican values and wanting his yeah. supporters to, you know, storm and mm-hmm. make their voices be heard, but that did not turn out too well. Um, so for about an hour after they stormed the Capitol, or like when they began to approach the Capitol and breach the Capitol, um, the, the two, they were, the two houses were both in session, or two, the Senate and the House, um, and at about 2.19, the Capitol security issued a threat or instant security threat warning to all the members of Congress and all the members of the Senate, basically saying that they need to move to the the office closest to them, um, be locked away, remain quiet and silent. And basically, at this point, everyone is receiving information, but because they were all technically still in session, people were just very confused and didn't really know what to do. Some, like Nancy Pelosi, uh, Pence, Mitch Connell, I think, they were all evacuated immediately, um, but the rest were kind of lazy, left to fend for themselves. And obviously this went on for, I think, a few hours, yeah. and only a few hours in did Donald Trump make a statement on Twitter of the most reliable places, <laughs> you know, where his all favorite his method yeah, of communication. Exactly. <laughs> stating that everything should be peaceful and that we are the party of law and order respect the law and our great men and women in blue i also believe he said he loved his supporters yes so that was very sweet of him mm-hmm. so sweet you know yeah. when the someone same I support says that i'm just gonna <laughs> let everything go the same supporters who were calling to hang pence mm-hmm. during the the riot i think they were calling to kill a lot of the a lot of the Repu- members of the government um, for being traitors, no, to like yeah, going against yeah. Trump <laughs> because they're so passionate yeah. about their previous president. Yeah. Um, 
and it just went on for just a lot of hours. They break, they broke in. The police didn't really do much. They, um, I do believe at a couple hours in, they federalized the National Guard. They brought them in. But by that point, they had breached the Capitol and they were mm-hmm. just wandering. They got into Nancy Pelosi's office, left a note, or took a note off her desk, a personal letter. Um, then AOC, a couple of days, she was in line. She basically described her Trump, experience. Yeah. Um, of her in the bathroom yeah. and being behind the bathroom door. Um, now, this situation really just shows, like, security. Yeah. And how there was a lack of security and protection of the people inside the Capitol. They didn't really prioritize their safety as much as they should have. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, yeah. it's really um, interesting. There were it, quite near the beginning of the assault on the Capitol, um, an officer, Officer Goodman, um, he's a black police officer. He was um, on security detail in the Capitol during that time. And when they breached the Capitol, um, he had the presence of mind to direct them. Um, they were going up the stairs. It was him versus like 50 protesters, and he had the presence of mind. Um, and he led them away from um, where all the senators were gathered. And it's so interesting because had he not um, remembered that that's where they were all gathered, they were like a meter from the door. Um, he was he actually saved the lives of the protesters because inside, if you watch videos. Um, the guards inside were armed and ready to kill mm-hmm. if he breached, which is actually why um, Ashley Babbitt died. Um, she, they were trying to breach, um, I believe it was the House of Representatives. I don't think it was the Senate, but because she broke the glass and she was the first one basically to go in, the officer who you could see behind, it wasn't like he was hiding. You could see him with his gun. He shot her and she died of her injuries. Um, but, I mean, he was just doing his job. Yeah. I mean, if if it were up to, like, getting all the protesters inside the house mm-hmm. against, like, shooting... Exactly. Not that we are condoning... No. <laughs> ...any of that. But it really was a matter of the safety of these representatives. And yeah, and it's, it's the government. Like, you... First of all, they were invading... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For a party that cares so much about their monuments mm-hmm. and their uh, their symbols, they went in and they destroyed yeah. government well, property yeah. and stole government property, which is just so, which goes against all of their ideologies. Mm-hmm. No, like protection of the nation. Exactly. I mean, most Republicans, or not, I want I don't want to say most, but a lot of the a lot of Republican um, uh, GOP members were members of. Um, the government, they came out after to say that it wasn't, it wasn't, they didn't condone it. It, it wasn't, wasn't right. Just, it yeah. wasn't the Republican way, so to speak. Um, I actually remember I saw this video of, um, it was, I think it was in the Washington Post video of a, a Democratic congressman, I think. Um, basically, he yelled at the Republicans and he said, this is your fault, this is because of you. And I just remember so much anger that... And I think it's so, it's so, I'm, we all know that America is a bipartisan, has a bipartisan government, but it's never, it's always been, they've always aimed to work across the aisle and work together. Because mm-hmm. um, they are protecting yeah. their citizens, you know? At that's, the end of the day. Yeah. That's like their, that's their, their main job. Their game. Mm-hmm. Their, 
goal. But I also <laughs> wanted to say aim. <laughs> um, and that's their job is to protect the American people, to serve the American people. Now, of course, we know that that is not what a great majority of them end up doing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we yeah. saw that after that day, a lot of people resigning, mm-hmm. a lot of people apologizing, a lot of people uh, denouncing Trump's administration. Mm-hmm. Um, wanting for the impeachment, which was something yeah, very interesting to see that hi- people from his own party were supporting the idea. Yeah, it was, it was, the only thing is that like as nice as it was to see, you just know that because it's an admission, uh, the, the transition of power to a democratic leadership, they really want to maintain their jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like saving face. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was important, at least, for Republicans to come out and say that Trump is not a Republican. And I heard that a lot in the in the weeks that followed the Capitol insurrection. Um, yeah, and then since then, I mean, Biden's been inaugurated. Which, like, by the way, his the performances, Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> I've not heard that song in years. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, that was really powerful. Mm. I don't know. It's just, it kind of feels like a weight has been lifted off people's shoulders. Yeah, but there is a really important distinction to make. Oh, my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, between what, you know, what people are saying about Biden stepping into the role of the presidency. Um, you know, I think Ted Cruz, um, senator, I don't know if he's a senator, if he's a congressman, um, but basically, Ted Cruz came out and said, um, you know, the Capitol insurrection sucks. Um, these are not his words. But <laughs> <laughs> um, and we should put this behind us. And I remember that AOC replied and she was like, um, as much as the sentiment is appreciated, we should not put this behind us. This needs to be talked about and this needs someone needs to be held accountable or several someone's need to be held accountable for what happened at the Capitol. And it's very true, you see, like, as much as Republicans denounce um, what happened in the Capitol, they're also like, let's move on, let's Mm -hmm. forget about it. It was a dark time in our history. Yeah, but you can't just forget about it. Because it is a dark time, you have to reflect on it. It has to be taken into account that it happened. Exactly. And you can't, there's, it, it stems from very like fundamental issues with the American government. It's not just this one time Trump supporters mm-hmm. got too excited. Like that's it's it this constant fight between the Democrats and the Republicans. Yeah. That needs to be talked about. Obviously it is talked about a lot, but mm-hmm. that riot really highlighted yeah. how strong his supporters are and his their opinions on Biden becoming president, even they they couldn't even take it, you know, <laughs> like they couldn't even be like, okay, yeah, Biden's gonna be our president. No, they they genuinely hated the idea. Yeah, and I think the problem that needs to be acknowledged is like this is not this time it's Trump supporters. The next time we don't know who it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. What we have to acknowledge is that it's rooted in a deep distrust, in a deep hatred, um, and a deep. Um, I don't have another word <laughs> for the American government. The American people do not trust yeah. in their government. 
and like how do you how can you just say we have to move on and how will their government function you yeah. know how how will their citizens understand that they are safe under their government that they will get the benefits that they wanted without the trust that they have exactly well they don't have but <laughs> <laughs> lack there <thereof. laughs> um and as much as like i'm as happy as the next person that biden won and he's president now it's not just like oh let's throw away all accountability now because mm-hmm. he's better than trump better than trump does not mean you're good um he's not the best no but, but he is a s- yeah like an, a solution to a problem to a temporary problem. yeah and like i mean he's done a lot in two weeks mm-hmm. and he i believe especially his first day yeah <laughs> the executive order i know yes. <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> cool <laughs> Um, he, I mean, he rolled out uh, $1,400 stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. Like, he promised everyone get a total of 2000 If you don't know, 600 has is already rolled out under the Trump administration. Which, by the way, is not enough. No, not at all. Um, so now he's rolled out those. He's, I do believe, I don't know if this has been taken into effect yet, but the vaccines will be free and yes. readily available. They're trying to make it free. Yeah. They're trying to make it free. Um, what else has he done? Oh, um, he got rid of the Muslim ban. Yeah, immediately he's back in the. They're back in the Paris. WHO. Back in the World Health Organization. Um, he signed an executive order, um, in relation to immigration policy to lift. Oh, and also to find, uh, the six hundred, uh, missing family. Put well, reunite the children with the six hundred missing parents. Or not mm-hmm. missing, but they need to locate them. Yeah. Um. Then the student loans. I'm not sure sure if those are into effect yet. I think he's talked about how, um, I believe, I don't know what the fact, I might have to search it up, but I think that, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, he's planning on getting rid of interest on student loans, Mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe, uh, getting rid of certain student debts. I'm exactly not exactly sure. Um, and then also I think he got, he allowed for, or lifted the ban on transgender surgeries for surgery. Yeah, I wonder yeah, about that. I think um, if you if you follow now this now this news or now this videos on YouTube, they're, they're very informative about um, all these things. They keep me they keep me updated. updated. <laughs> but the thing um, is, right? It's only been two three weeks since his inauguration, and sure, he's done a lot. But what? What will he do? Will he continue this for the next two years? That's a big uh, th- sorry, two years. Two years. Whoa. <laughs> the next four elections will watch out. <laughs> the next four years. Is he going to keep up this pace? Obviously there's only so much he can do in his presidency, but is he going to keep his promises? Now that's I think the main question on people's minds now is that although we are seeing a lot of change being put into effect, but is he going to address the bigger issues? Yeah. And it obviously the coronavirus is on everyone's that's mind. That's like his first priority. Yeah. I mean, how nice is it to have a president who can speak in coherent sentences? Yeah, that and um, <laughs> care about their citizens' health. Wow, know? crazy. Crazy. Crazy stuff. You know, wearing masks outside. Imagine creating policies that don't just benefit the rich. Mm-hmm. I mean, crazy stuff. <laughs> I mean, we also saw a big drop in the COVID-19 cases, especially in yeah, California, 48% oh, He mandated masks in all public transport and government mm-hmm. um, offices, I think. Places? Yeah. Locations? I don't know what the word is there. Um, but that was, I actually saw a video of um, a senator um, who didn't have a mask inside the Capitol 
I can think all of other ones now. I can think of I'm not sure. I mean, there's this one lady in Hawaii who got fined five thousand dollars because she didn't want to wear a mask. As she should. <laughs> Which is crazy that now they have fines in the states for not wearing masks and after I, so long. It doesn't matter how angry you are about wearing masks as long as you're wearing one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that big of a deal, especially if you're walking down the street or in a supermarket. Yeah. That's just personal. Like, yeah, personal like opinion. I, I understand that some people have, you know, like, subjectively difficulty breathing, but it's, that's, like, not a reason to be putting someone else's health at risk, because most, <laughs> most likely your quality of breathing, um, scientifically, is probably the same as when you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> you're imagining it. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, it's so much nicer to see, um, I think... I think his name is, I can't, I can't pronounce names. Words are very difficult Who for me it? to pronounce. Dr. Fauci. Oh, Dr. Fauci. Yeah, he gets oh, to finally speak his mind. I saw him <laughs> smile for the first time on camera. That was weird. I've never seen Dr. Fauci smile ever. <laughs> Apparently it's Fauci. <laughs> no, it's Fauci. It's definitely not Fauci. I'm going to search it up and I'm going to play it so you can hear <laughs> Exactly how it is pronounced with his definitely Fauci. (laughs) (laughs) What if it is Fauci? It's fine, it's fine. I'm joking. Um, (laughs) Wait, here, I'll play it for For everyone. For the mic to hear. See? I'm not certain it's Fauci. I've heard so many people say Fauci. (laughs) Fauci. I know we're on a tangent, but it really needs to be uh, Yeah, I don't want to get in trouble for this. Um, I'm just going to search it up on Google, because I search for the... Like, come on. See, why search for something? Just <laughs> oh, I just searched for Dr. Fox. <laughs> Sad. Wait, actually, it'll tell me in the first couple of seconds. Okay, ready? It's Fauci. It's Fauci. <laughs> we really went on a tangent here only to be proven can't correct. <laughs> Anyways, we have Yeah, shush. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. At the October 13, 1988 presidential debate, should inspire this country. Yours must be really enjoying this. Vice yeah. President Bush eventually responded with, I think a Dr. Fauci. Fauci! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, moving on. Yeah, it's just so much better to see him have so much more freedom and yeah. the right information now and the freedom to speak his mind and help the American citizens. How wild to have a, a, an administration that believes in science. I know. And not a secret Jewish space laser <laughs> causing wildfires. <laughs> what a thought. Um, yeah. Miss Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> um... Yeah, and then since since Biden's inauguration, then we've had Trump's impeachment. Mm-hmm. Um, the House voted to impeach Trump on Twice. the basis. Yeah, this is the second time Nancy Pelosi wore the same dress the second <laughs> time. Um, How dare she! <laughs> um, but he was impeached on the basis that he um, provoked and incited the riots on the Capitol that we talked about on January the sixth um, because of various um, tweets and whatever like uh, he said so many things over the years as well um and of course uh, we're definitely back on um 
and then <laughs> he was banned from like every, every social media platform yeah. ever, including Pinterest. So no, With Donald Trump, Trump, you cannot make a mood board today. <laughs> oh no! Oh, how is he gonna plan out his day oh, and stay any warm? His wardrobe? Oh my gosh. Tragic. How's he gonna make a golf aesthetic board without <laughs> Pinterest? <laughs> yeah, or um, even TikTok. Oh yeah, he tried to ban TikTok. TikTok yeah, banned, yeah, banned him. him. Like, oh my gosh. Oh god. Um, but yeah, he was even banned from Grinder, which I find hilarious. Because what are the chances that Trump is using Grinder? I mean, considering that there are rumors that him and yeah. um, what's Melania, Melania are getting a divorce, I would not be surprised. I mean, but this is all speculation, bag, right? I don't. I think she we moved them. To <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I mean, wouldn't she make big bank from that? Probably. She'd probably get a huge settlement. Yeah. From the divorce, just like Jeff Bezos' wife did. She got like sixty nine billion dollars or something. Damn. But um, I don't even think Trump would have. Any she became like the sixteenth. Huh? Isn't Trump in debt? Trump's in debt. I would love to hear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know, yeah. I've been to Trump Tower, not inside it, but I've seen oh, it. Oh, yeah, same. Which is sort of repelling. Disgusting. It's, it's really bland. There's nothing much to see. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then Cincinnati's, since Biden's inauguration, Trump's impeachment, then AOC obviously did her live um, about her experience in um, during the Capitol assault. Also, Which I think you guys should watch. Yeah. Honestly, we'll link it in... The, the description or we'll share it on yeah. our um, Instagram as well yeah. um, if you guys want to watch that because it's an important watch she talks about you know the trauma of also being um, a survivor of sexual assault which of course then Republicans used against her mm-hmm. there's several tweets of people men primarily men talking about how she pulled out the sexual assault victim card and how it has nothing to do with rape I have to f- I have to find the tweets, but it was like I mean, any disgusting. Sort of basically, is difficult to handle, and they're like, yeah. Just imagine being the same, po- not the same position, but being put under pressure. Yeah. In a situation, she was in both situations. She was fearing for her life. Oh, absolutely. Um. Yeah, I can't even imagine. She was hiding behind the door, and then she heard. A man. Um, a man walk in, bang on the door, like she's in here, she's, she's in, in here. here. Yeah. And because he, di- he turns out he was a capital, like guard, but because he didn't announce himself as he should have, I don't know who he was. Maybe he was a young um, guard, didn't have a lot of experience or something. But you should, you're supposed to announce yourself if you do that. Um, but I can only imagine what kind of fear she was feeling at that yeah. moment. Yeah, there's also videos of like um, congressmen, congressmen and women hiding beneath chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the protection level they had was close to, like, zero. Yeah, and there's, like, they were taking off their pins because they didn't want to be recognized. They were, like, 50 feet away from protesters. They were lying on the floor. Yeah, because you, you couldn't evacuate the upper levels because mm-hmm. protesters had basically stormed the outside and there was nothing really to protect them other than Themselves. the chairs. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember. Which kind of leads, like, I think that kind of leads on to what we want to talk about in terms of classifying, um, in terms of classifying the capital insurrection as domestic terrorism, domestic, domestic yeah, terrorism. Yeah, domestic terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. 
So yeah, we have a previous post on what domestic terrorism is and why Capitol Hill is an incident of that. But now we're going to go into more depth. Yeah. And so if you're interested in hearing about how we relate um, Capitol, the Capitol Hill incident to domestic terrorism, um, why it matters, why it's important that we label it like that, um, make sure to keep listening in part two. Surprise! <laughs> we are not done yet. <laughs> so, yeah, next week we will be posting part two. Yeah, and so make sure you listen to that if you want to hear more about domestic terrorism. Yay! So, thanks guys for listening. Woo! <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.